What's up, everyone? We are back. Welcome <laughs> to another Thursday of Rival and Queen. You are listening to the Rival and Queen podcast. And I- I'm Ashley. And I'm Sarah. And we're so excited today. The energy's high. We're high. revved up. Yeah, it's really high. <laughs> it's, it's, it's It might be too high, but we're just like we're hot off a podcast interview. Our spirits are high. We're amped up. We had the Wanderers in the studio today. Boop, boop. And like... They, they got us excited. They got us excited. You can't blame us. No. <laughs> the energy's high. We're revved up for their for their, their last home game of the season on Sunday. I mean, I think that we we definitely both support them. We we are fans. We like them, but I think our level has now gone up 10 more skyrocketed. Yeah, through the ceiling, <laughs> through the roof, through the roof. We've got we've got a plan. We're making a sign for their last game of the season that's in Halifax. Mm-hmm. You're going to see us in the crowd. We're, Hopefully we we make it on TV. You know, that's a good goal. Do we it's know possible. I'm going to try. And <laughs> we're going to try real hard. We put a lot of thought into what the sign's going to say. We've got it all laid out. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. We're going to be there on Sunday. Yeah, so you can come with us. You can still get tickets. Come join us. And, and it's also Fan Appreciation Day. So, you know, there there's probably going to be some, some fun things happening. An afternoon to remember. An afternoon delight. Well, I don't think of that. <laughs> that we're not going that far but we're going to go enjoy the football game the soccer does that mean yeah it means what you think like it means. a sexual reference yes it does so that's, well, that's not really what it funny means. i'm not going to repeat it here for many reasons but i did say something to my husband jeff today in passing at home i made a reference and he he said do you know what that means i said <laughs> what i thought it meant and he said no <laughs> So <laughs> I can't wait to get this reference <laughs> offline. We'll keep this one. Uh, Anyways, uh, evidently I need to stop reference, like using those references because <laughs> be really we, we have to make you like a list of safe references you can use in, in passing. And, or at least research what all the crazy ones mean. So I know when to not use them. Yes. And, w- <laughs> and when to use them. But we're back. It's November. We're so excited. New month. Here we go. New month. New month. New month. New me. That's and what a is joke. it? Fifty really. something days until Christmas. Oh, I have no idea, Ashley. Yeah. I've never checked that. Well, you know, we're not recording on the actual release date, so we're a few days early. But I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, my friend Audrey, who's a teacher, elementary <gasps> school teacher, um, she posted that because of course now Halloween's over I think that that that's just something naturally that you know grade twos want to know the only thing the grade twos are looking forward to is Christmas and they've got to wait I actually read Mm -hmm. well you told me this Nar Mm -hmm. City in Toronto that outlet posted something that it said if you put up your Halloween deck your Halloween your Christmas decorations in November you're happier it was like a research study Oh. I'm sure funded by like Hallmark or Walmart <laughs> or Walmart, someone who who really does well off Christmas. But it's got me thinking like I'm already looking for a Christmas tree because apparently last year they sold out in November. I have to get a fake one. Same. We need to go because we live in a building. We got someone. Go. Yeah. If you guys know anyone or any places that we should go, tell us. We need to know. And also, I think last year, not to put a damper on this conversation, but times were tough and we weren't allowed to see big groups of people just lockdown wise and stuff. Remember that? So I think this year, December is going to pop off. I've already got my my Christmas party planned. I've got the date book, the calendar invites. New Year's Eve. What are we going to do? 
you know, I don't know. I'm going to be swinging from the rafters, <laughs> evidently. I don't know if I'll make it that far. I might explode with all the energy before that. I was just going to take a sip of water. <laughs> you would, like, spit out at me. Oh. It would be like, seeing as we're talking about soccer day, it would be like the Ted Lasso scene at the end of the season. Well, I haven't gone there he yet. Spits, it's okay. <laughs> like, the water wait. explodes out of his mouth. Mm. It would be like that moment. I think it would be fitting for this episode, to be honest. I agree. I agree, Sarah. Like you said, we we had we had two. We're gonna play favorites. Our, our now favorite. Our players. two favorite Wanderers <laughs> player were, players were in the studio with us today. They were so amazing. We love them. So we had Corey Bent. He's the lovely British man you will hear speaking. Yes. And we also had Steph Kara Jovanovic. Ooh, I had to practice that once though. That, that's okay. But I mean, I have a long last name and. I know. It isn't easy. It took me six months to nail Kilbertowski. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think I'm doing okay. You but we're good. so happy to have both of them in the studio with us. They are officially our favorite players mm-hmm. from the Wanderers. We love them. And actually, you're going to have to stay tuned for this in the episode. We talk about our favorite fan moments, like watching soccer and football. And what we found out after yeah. was that my favorite fan moment actually was Steph's first goal. And and one of his most, mem- like his biggest highlight career-wise. What point. was my favorite fan moment? Yeah, it was really amazing. We're going to share it on social, but Sarah was recalling how amazing the play was and they were very interested to find out which game. So she went back and looked at photos and figured out in her schedule and then watched the video and we realized that. So that was Amazing. So, Steph, I'm now part of the good luck ritual for you. I'm like very amped to. Uh, She's coming in hot to this be there Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> November 7th. <laughs> I'll be cheering you both on. But, Steph, my fingers are crossed for you. <laughs> Absolutely. The expectations are high. Yeah. It's so interesting because, like, hockey is such a foundational. Like the biggest sport, I would say, nationally in Canada. In Canada, yeah, yeah. So it was really cool hearing kind of like their their experiences with soccer and especially Corey's because he grew up in England. Well, and, and it's I just think, so different. Well, and even with Steph, he's Serbian and his family's Serbian, and, and it's that European connection. This is like their to football, yeah, yeah, their sport. A hundred percent. Actually, when he when they were talking about that, you know it being kind of funny coming to Canada to play when it's just like so cutthroat in Europe. Uh, and they've both played, played there. Um, well, Steph looked at playing in Serbia. Just, I thought, do you know who I thought of when no. they were talking about this? I thought of Steve Dixon, who has gone to England to play hockey. <laughs> I know, it's, it seems like reverse. It's the reverse. He, yeah. He's bringing the Canadian sport over there, and they're here bringing kind of that European um, love of football to Canada. But I, like, I'm, I'm loving the Wanderers. We talk about this, like, I just can't believe how quickly they've picked up traction. They have such a devout fan base, it seems like, and it is so fun. I feel like the the city was like dying for this. I, I agree. And it, it's so nice where the wanders ground, the field is right in the heart of the city. You know, when you're driving by, if there's a game coming that day, because people are in their streets with their jerseys and their scarves, it's so fun to see, but it's also crazy that this league has only been around for three years. Um, and it's, it seems new, but for a lot of people, they've been following soccer for a long, long time. So I feel like a lot of fans have been waiting for something like this here. Well, especially when, like, I was not traditionally a soccer fan. And, like, just by having access to it here and just 
kind of the atmosphere and how fun it is. I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) I'm now the biggest fan, and our two favorite players are Steph and Corey, so I've got it all lined up. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We're going to have to get some jerseys and get them autographed. Oh, I'm getting the jersey. Oh, yeah, this is great. So Steph and Corey, just remember, we're coming at you for the autographed jerseys. Yeah, before you guys leave, we will be down there waiting after the game. No, it was such a beautiful conversation, and they're, they're so great, and it's nice that they're here in our community and a part of of the wanderers oh it is so fun we had fun actually last year when we when we almost ran into the wanderers in another location i couldn't resist um i think it was Corey who referenced them being in the bubble and there's like the second year the league was, was a pandemic was here yeah during the pandemic but they were still able to play which is amazing and isolate in downtown charlottetown and pei and just have no fans and play against each other all the teams so we were taking a casual stroll we might have mentioned this before but we're gonna do it again it's worth it's worth telling twice in um pei early in the morning just a couple gals on a gals trip walking by and it was like oh there's there's guys on a bike okay cool and then it's like no no these are like professional athletes there are men on the bike these are men (laughs) (laughs) and i think one of them i think you said something to one oh no i of course was up at the fence talking to them obviously (laughs) are you having a nice day like how are you doing Anyways, they probably like that because, uh, I mean, tough times when you're locked in a hotel, I'm sure. I think there was something Nicola told me before we went on our trip. We probably talked about this last year in one of the episodes. No, we did. Before we went, I remember her telling me, did you know there's 270 men locked in a hotel there? And of course, my eyes like lit up. Yeah. Sarah jumped out of bed. I was like, let's go find the boy. Oh my God. No, that, but no. In all seriousness, it was cool to... I didn't put that together until Corey was talking about it. And then I was like, "Uh I laughed out loud (laughs) as as you'll hear. Oh, it was great. Yeah, no, it's great that they're back in the field. And I'm just so happy that we did. They're in the field. They're in the field. They're on the field. (laughs) Where are they? A pitch? What's it called? I don't know. I love it. You know, we're, we're newbies. We're not sportscasters. Well, I've played soccer since I was like four or five. Okay, well, you're a pro. Well, I'm not a pro by any means. Oh, well, I don't know. And uh, what position did you play, Ashley? I I I play forward, usually center. Mm-hmm. Were you right good? Wing. I think I was pretty good. Like I I could play. Yeah. How How old did you play until? How old were you? Wow. Until I was 15, because I tore my ACL. Tell play, us playing soccer. So I have like. I can't, even when I watch, especially running on grass and watching people play soccer, it makes me cringe. A career-ending injury at only 15. I could never do it now. Okay, well, it's... And then I tried, (laughs) before I got surgery, I tried to... I got a brace, you know, this big fancy brace, and I was like, okay, volleyball's safer. I'm going to play volleyball. Volleyball is safer. But turns out it wasn't. Was it not? No, and then I had to have surgery, like faster because it was like she was gone i'm knocking on wood this story i'm knocking on wood about it but tough times i think what we get from this it was your knees we've talked about the samson knees well i was going for a ball it was in the summer league and and her a girl and i were both going and i just kind of like flipped and the way i fell it was (gasps) a freak yeah anyways but i I loved it my i i I have to just say my husband and i argue about this all the time because he played baseball as a is a summer or like rec sport outside of hockey and I always played soccer so did my brother and I'm like way more of a soccer advocate I'm like soccer is way better than playing baseball. baseball I think that every kid should play soccer and experience I never what, played soccer oh it's so fun 
I might have been elementary school in like in like uh, the rec league or something. I have no idea. But I uh, no. just like soccer tournament. I don't know. It was just I, I think volleyball. it's like being outside. Yeah, but, but being we outside. Were inside. Yeah, there's like something different than being. Anyways, go soccer, go. Go soccer, go. <laughs> Where <laughs> Ashley is the resident rival and queen soccer expert. Uh, between We're the tired. two of us. We love this. This is such a fun episode, guys. We hope you enjoy it and we hope you get to you enjoy getting to know the players. We talk about their journey into football, some of their favorite things about being in Nova Scotia and really kind of the camaraderie around the Wanderers. We also talk about their career highlights and of course their game day rituals. Mm-hmm. And we just like Corey and Steph, we love you guys so much for coming on. We have so much fun with you. Um, if you want to connect with them on social media, which obviously um, you can, their details are in the show notes, but you can connect with Steph at Steph K-A-R-A-J-O 39 and Corey L-B dot J-P-J-P-G. Woo, I'm having a hard one. I didn't even know if you were going to read those out. Good job. I was. I want everyone everyone to see them. She wants them to to get the love. Yeah, and of course, you got to connect with the Halifax Wanderers as well. I think they're just um, Wanderers HFX. I believe that you are right. It's it's actually HFX Wanderers FC. Oh, everyone's tagged in the Don't show notes. Don't listen to me. <laughs> all right. Well, we hope you guys enjoy, and maybe we'll see you all uh, on the on the field on Sunday. <laughs> on we'll Sunday. see you at the game. Look for us. We'll have a sign. Okay, so we are so excited to have two players of the Halifax Wanderers joining us today. Welcome, Steph and Corey. Thanks. Thanks for having us in. Thank you. So (laughs) excited. We were just talking to Mark before you guys came in because he's a huge Wanderers fan. We're just going to let him him live in that moment. But it's it's so crazy because the, the league's only been around for three years, which is insane. And one was during a complete pandemic. So we're just so pumped to hear more about like you guys and your your experience playing here in Halifax. Yeah, yeah and happy to be here. Yeah. I will tell you, we are not <laughs> norm. Like I was not a soccer fan before <laughs> last year, but I just think it's amazing how much like the Wanderers have brought kind of the spirit of soccer to Halifax. And yeah. I've been to a ton of games this year. And I love them. I like the ones where I get to go sit at the field level, personally. (laughs) I've seen some very impressive goals from the team down there. And uh, you guys are amazing. You probably heard a lot of bad language, too. I like that, though. Like, I want to be there. (laughs) This one's been like, one of our friends was invited to come back for, like, taunting the other team's goalie so badly one game. So, you know, we like that vibe that happens down at the field level. (laughs) Very, like... uh like you're you're in it with the with you can hear everything you're like involved you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. How does that affect you guys on the field? Do you like it or? Uh, honestly, like it's kind of tuned out. I don't really I don't really hear it to yeah. be honest. I had like family that came through and they were like yelling. I remember in the beginning of the season, I really just tune everything out. Like it's <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's a little bit weird. Like sometimes you just like hear your name like randomly in the background. So I'm like, oh hey. How am I supposed to speak, see who that is? There's yeah, like, <laughs> this many people. Yeah. It's so true. I remember, well, I played soccer myself growing up, at just high school level right. and stuff, but, like, my dad would always come and just, like, yell stuff to be funny, and I used to get so yeah. mad. <laughs> like, you need to leave. Oh we need gosh. to come up with some maybe very unique signs 
and go like things that would like really what? grab your attention oh i don't know but you know what i've got about 35 minutes to think about something <laughs> so by the end of this i'll run some signage <laughs> ideas by you and you maybe you guys can help me come up with something that would like you know make you take notice yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so you each both have like you each had kind of unique journeys to the wanderers mm-hmm. Corey, you've come over and played at cbu yes from the uk yes and then steph you are canadian yeah so coming from Quebec, right? Yeah. So why don't you each, maybe Corey, you can kind of start by telling us about your journey in soccer and how you ended up here in Halifax. Yeah, it's been a long road, uh, a very long road. Um, you know, I started playing when I was really, really young. My dad was a professional. I have an older brother who also played. So, like, I'd be watching their games, playing on the side, watching my older brother, watching my dad and stuff. And then I just got into, like, a, a Sunday league team, uh, did really well, got picked up by my local club. Um and just continued playing from there, really. And then it got to a point where I got released from one of my local clubs. Um, I ended up taking some time off, actually, to think about what I wanted to do. Uh, and then I just went back to, like, have fun with my friends, not in any sort of, like, serious capacity or anything. Um, kind of fell back in love with the game after hating it for, like, a, a period of time because it was always so serious, like, even at a young age. Like, it mm-hmm. was it was really brutal. Like, that's our, that's our national sport, right? So, mm-hmm. so there's, like... It's, it's, it's so cutthroat back in the UK trying to make it as a as a football player. So, um, you know, like that happened. And then I went to college, got an apprenticeship, and I was kind of playing and and also working full time. And I didn't really want to do that yet. Um, it kind of sucked. I don't want to work nine to five and then go play like an hour away, like seven o'clock and I'm rushing and then I'm back in at 9 a.m. I didn't want to do that. So um, I kind of like there's like an agency back home called Soccer Smart. Um, they reached out to me a couple of times about going to the States, going to Australia, going to Canada, and Canada was never really on my list. Um, I had a couple of schools from the States calling me, but I didn't want to take the SATs. <laughs> so, <laughs> fair, so, fair enough. Uh, and then um, Dino Morley at, at CVU um, just reached out to me and was like, I'm, I'm like, I, I really want you here. We have like an international squad. He's also from England. Um, so I thought like that might be the best move for me because the transition would have been easier. Yeah. Um, I had four roommates in German, German, English, English. Like, so it was really nice for me to go there. And the, it was really welcoming. I had a really great time at CBU. And then uh, before I got to CBU, there was no talk of like a professional league that I was aware of. Mm. So it's like my second year, maybe. Um, there was like talks of like a, a CPL or whatever. But I didn't think it was going to formulate like so quickly. Um, luckily for me, like the timing was perfect. Like the first year, they was getting all the kinks out and stuff, and then I missed the draft that year. And then in my final year, I was able to get drafted by Stephen and Halifax, which I'm really grateful for. And then that was a pandemic year, so <laughs> that didn't go. That yeah, that wasn't how I thought my first professional year would go. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it ever since I got here. I really like the East Coast. You know, like I said, I've been in Cape Breton for four years, and then I came down here my second year here. I, I like being by the water, so. Um, the fans are amazing too. I think that's what really, really boosts this club for me above most others in this league. I really love the fans, the pitch. It's nice to play on grass. Ooh. You don't really play too much grass around, but like it's nice to have a grass pitch and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been it's been a long road, but um, I'm happy where I am now. So, uh, yeah, I'm grateful to be in Halifax. I can only imagine how different the culture is in England compared yeah. to here, like so- in soccer culture as well. Like, mm-hmm. what was that like when you first kind of came to Cape Breton. I'm sure they welcomed you with very open yeah. arms, but <laughs> it must have been very different. Um, 
Yeah, it's kind of like what you guys see with hockey here. But yeah. like, right. but that for me, that's always been like soccer or football, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't really matter. But um, that's always been like that for me. And in Cape Breton, like it was more of a, a culture change, like off the pitch. Hmm. Yeah. Like I said, like I think in our starting eleven, there was eight and nine or internationals from Europe. So we all had our own culture, mm-hmm. and that would be like the culture that we. And then we had the Canadians that would also play in the team, but they kind of bought into this culture because we find it fun. You know, like, to, to enjoy life while also playing football at a good level is, like, the European culture. And, like, like, we're a bit more cutthroat. But, like, you guys have that with basketball, hockey. It's the same thing. Like, it's just that this is our sport. So um, they're really welcome at Cape Breton, though. All the fans and stuff, like, the even my profs and stuff really enjoyed, like, coming out to watch the games. It was really exciting stuff to watch. So, um, yeah, I had a really nice, successful time at CBU as well. We're going to have some more Cape Breton questions for you after because we <laughs> have a big Cape Breton <laughs> fan base. <laughs> this is true. One of the things I do want to know, Corey, is how old were you when you took the break from, from soccer? I think I was like maybe 13 or 14. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like yeah. a, a lot of pressure at the time. And mm. it's like I just like I wanted a break from it. It wasn't too long of a break. It must have been like seven, eight months. But that's like the longest time I've ever gone without playing. So, um it gave me enough time to, to really make a decision on what I really wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to, to really play football at that point, but um, here I am. So I guess I did. That is crazy yeah. to me that you're making that decision at like <laughs> a young years old. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. But we ha- when we had Taylor Crosby on, she talked about the same thing, remember? Mm-hmm. Just being so young. At sh- she was like 10 and wanted to go away to prep school. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like knowing that I'm like, I had path. no discernment at that age. Yeah. We were just playing outside. <laughs> Steph, how about you? What has your journey been to the Wanderers? So my journey started, so my parents immigrated from Serbia. Uh, They were uh, war refugees. So I was born here uh, a couple years after they came here. And um, yeah, football has been in my blood. Like my grandpa used to play pro back back home. So like ever since I started walking, I started kicking a ball as well. And I I never took a break. I just always loved it, enjoyed it. And um, I played the entire time back in Gatineau, uh, which is like five minutes from Ottawa. That's where I played. And then I played a year at Ottawa Fury. Um, but that was all my journey. Like I really, really didn't like, uh, I thought about going home. I, I had like trials after my first year of university at Carleton and like it went well, but it's just like for me seeing how my family came here and did so well. And like, they really wanted me to finish university as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was not going to put away like a uni- year and a half of university to go and like, because at the end of the day, if I wanted to go try out, like, yes, it was at a good club, first division back in Serbia, but like, it was going to be, uh, it's a, it's always a gamble. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I could have went and then when I come back, I'd have to wait like a certain, like another semester to like start back school because uh, criminology is so, um, so many people in that program that like yeah. it would just delay me and I didn't want to like, it's starting delaying my, uh my schooling so decided to stay but I had um options to go to the states after one year at Carlton so I played footy in Gatineau all the way and then I had a year at Fury um played a bit of Montreal for semi-professional for a year um after playing semi-professional in like Gatineau and uh Ottawa Fury and then I decided to go to Carlton um that year we probably had one of the biggest like recruiting classes like our team was very very good we had a bunch of guys that used to play academy um and like from the starting 11 there was 10 rookies that year so like everything just fell into place it was actually crazy 
Um, and we had an amazing first year. I had a good first year. Everybody on the team had a good first year. So a couple of guys had looks for the States. And for me, it was like a big thing because like, you know, you can get a nice scholarship and like it's going to help out your, your parents and stuff like that. So um, that's where like I, I decided to look for that. Um, had a few offers, but that's where I decided to go to Serbia actually after my first year of university. Um, and I went on trial there. Ended up being good, got a little offer, but the money was so small. And like, that's what I, where I was saying, like, I wasn't ready to just put university aside. Mm. So I decided to come back and coach welcomed me with open arms. I was um, almost like, I think there was like six games left in the season. And he was just like, yeah, come back because he knew I was playing. And then we went to nationals, finished third that year, I think. And then um, lost to CBU, unfortunately. <laughs> but <laughs> you did. Were, had were you playing that court? Yeah. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Rivals back. <laughs> yeah, 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 but we always used to talk. Like I used to talk with him and Pete when you're at CBU. You know, like good players recognize good players. So like, just our entire team respected his team. It was always a good game when we played. Um, and yeah, just uh, and I after the year after that is when CPL actually uh, came into play. And I did get drafted my first year. I got drafted at York, mm -hmm. uh, fifth overall. But when I went, I didn't really get a chance. They only like seen me for like five days. Um, it was a bit unfortunate because COVID hit as well. So that was unfortunate. And then I went back home and then that's when Atletico Ottawa formed and like came out like as a CPL club mm. and they invited me to practice. So I did practice with them before the bubble. And, uh, but there was a COVID incident at like the, the team that was like, I was playing at semi-professionally and ended up, they just ended up going to the bubble and I uh, never got signed. But then after that got, Drafted by Halifax, came here. Um, Stephen gave me a chance. Uh, I took that chance, and uh, it's paid off ever since. And uh, hopefully, I've helped the team out. Uh, just love, love the East Coast. Not gonna lie, I haven't been here. I didn't. I was never <laughs> here up until uh, getting really? drafted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, but I really enjoy. It. Like it's next to the water. It's a uh, bit more different than Ottawa, but uh, I like it. It's smaller and. Uh, yeah, no, I enjoy it. Enjoy the fan base. Enjoy playing on the grass, like Corey said. <laughs> it's, good. it's it's very nice on the knees. Not gonna lie. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah, but yeah, that's that's been my journey. Yeah. It, it seems like part. there's just so many opportunities that are coming out of this league for mm -hmm. for you guys, mm -hmm. for all the players, which is so cool. cool yeah, to the, see for the for the sport, the timing is incredible, mm -hmm. and it's just kind of. You know, I think it's unfortunate that COVID really came in the second year of the league. Yeah. But in some mm -hmm. ways, I think it made people. What? No, I have something. Just keep going. <laughs> I think in some ways, I think it made people so excited for this last mm -hmm. season mm -hmm. that we were just like dying to get out and support you. Yeah. And, and yeah. have have you felt that energy, like being back with the fans around? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the energy has been like yeah. through the roof, genuinely. Like the support that's been like coming is like just pure positivism and like even in the rain people there's like upwards yeah. of five thousand six thousand people that are coming to games when it's pouring rain i'm like oh that's crazy <laughs> yeah. i i, I, res I respect you, it Steph. no that's not, not just for me <laughs> but like for the team but like i'm saying like it's it's just it's just crazy because like that's just like you see that back home like in europe mm -hmm. and like you didn't know that was actually going to generate like so much viewership here it's like i don't know i respect it a lot and i respect the fans what, so what were you gonna? I know what you're thinking of. I think. uh, about the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> so last September we were in PEI, just four girls having a girls' weekend, and everyone was isolating. Mm -hmm. In was it the Delta? Yeah. Yeah. 
And we were up early walking around, and, and it seemed like they had a gym set up and things like that outdoors. Um, well, Sarah was very excited when we walked by <laughs> the hotel. I was excited because we were walking. It's like 8 a.m., and in, we're in PEI in Charlottetown of all places, and there's like eight or nine men out front on the deck on, like, bikes with no shirts on. Everyone's, you guys are all in great shape. It's no secret. Everyone's in great shape. And uh, Ashley and I were there, and I was like, what is going on? Why are there so many? And then I think it really, Very attractive yeah, men in the Delta on the patio. <laughs> then we went back. We did some research. We figured out that there was hundreds of you actually trapped inside this building. And then we had many jokes to go on off after that, as you can imagine. Anyways, we'll spare you of that. <laughs> Everything was inappropriate. No one, no one said this was a serious podcast, right? Sarah? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, you have to. There's a lot of jokes to be made there about you know, a group of men trapped in a building for yeah. periods of time. We hope you guys enjoyed that experience. So. <laughs> that must have been insane. Who, who? Do you guys have favorite teams? Like, who are your guys' favorite teams? In like this. The CPL or just like in, in, in yeah in, in the world. Oh, we both support <laughs> Manchester United. <laughs> both both of you, but like you. me and my like my my family team, as yeah. I say, because we we've been supporting Red Star Belgrade back home. So that's like my that's like in my blood. Like when like you grow okay. you grow up, that's your team. There's like one or the other partisan or Red Star. Me as Red Star, but then I grew up to love uh, Manchester United and like all the good players and stuff like that. Love that. My brother is a diehard Spurs yeah. fan, Tottenham fan. Like, oh, that's, that's unfortunate. unfortunate. <laughs> I know. And I know, oh <laughs> I know he's going to be listening. He just moved out uh, to Portland, um, Oregon. I know he's going to listen, so I just had to throw that in there. We got some shade. Coming. I love the shade that you guys just laid down. That's amazing. Yeah. And you know how obsessed he is. I know, but you know, Harry what? Kane's like his hero. I'm trusting these guys. I think I'm going with these guys on on. Who they who they're going for? I just love the family connection that you guys both have to to football yeah. or soccer. I think it's uh, it's very much a European sport, mm, and you yeah. see that. And um, I just it, it's kind of great to see how you guys have brought that into your lives, especially mm -hmm. you know Steph as a Canadian and born here. It's just interesting to see the sport really taking off here in Canada. And like Corey, for you to like yeah. immigrate here yeah. to play, it's kind of it's wild. Yeah, like I I never had any idea. Like Not if you'd have told me like. Even like maybe six, seven months before I like got here, that this would be the path that I would end up taking. It's like, I'd have been like, no way. Yeah, same for me. I was like, always looking at yeah. the stays. That's why, like, after my first year of university, when we got offers, like a couple of the guys on the team got offers. I was considering it because you know there was the MLS draft. You know, there's mm. there's a couple leagues in the U.S. There wasn't really anything in Canada. So the fact that there was a CPL and like we we got a chance. And, like a lot of the guys on Halifax actually came from university. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's just a blessing and like the country's been doing good ever since like even when the cpl got announced canadian national team has been doing so much better like so many canadians overseas doing better as well so that's awesome what's the camaraderie like on the team here with the wanderers like what's your vibe with the weird te team oh, just, a, <laughs> just one big friend group yeah genuinely it's, really yeah, it's just one big friend group. like it's hanging vibe, out yeah. off the field yeah, yeah, yeah like no. oh, yeah. there's only like one split and it's if you don't speak french that's the only split. They can all speak to each other. Yeah, but <laughs> I can't speak it. French, so I'm just sat there like, uh, 
what's okay. happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you being yeah. inspired to learn? Is this Absolutely something? Absolutely no. Okay, no, perfect. No, no, no. It's like against <laughs> your British roots. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm British. Everyone else should speak British, and that, that's like that's the speak the, British. <laughs> speak English, yeah. and that's like that's the English is so lazy. We're so lazy. It's just like you just go to like other people's countries and just assume that they should speak your English yeah, yeah, for yeah. some reason. I don't know why, but yeah, like um, if I'd learn another language, I think it'd be like Spanish or something. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like mysterious, and if you put like a nice accent on it, it's just sexy language. It's a sexy language. I mean, that's so French, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the language of love. Of, yeah, language of, of love. Uh, uh, I don't All know. Right. All right. <laughs> Both Corey's going with Spanish, not, not French. So, okay, <laughs> what do you guys like to do in your spare time, or is a team kind of off the field, like in Halifax? What's your favorite thing to do? We love a good beach day. Yeah. yeah, like nice beach day, yeah. Like Good sometime weather. when like in the summer, like when we had some time. The season was kinda crumb this year, but like like you'd see like twenty of the guys like like on right the beach. after practice yeah. we just like jam in a couple cars and we yeah. head to the beach. Amazing. Haven't done that yeah. too often, but no. But that was like a big thing, like when we had time in the summer, like mm-hmm. even just before we left for before the bubble. Before we left for the bubble, yeah, yeah. That was a big thing. Yeah. We had a really couple of really nice days, so we just go straight to the beach. Which beach? Which <laughs> what's your favorite? <laughs> Crystal Crescent. Crystal yeah. Crescent. Because Sarah's very passionate about I have beaches. a lot of thoughts about beaches in Nova Scotia. We can get into it another time. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting to know Crystal Crescent. So next summer, if everyone's looking to find the wanderers off the field, they will be camped out at Crystal yeah. Crescent. Do That's you guys perfect. bring a soccer ball with you to the beach? Yeah, but like there's also I think the main attraction is the big speaker. Yeah, big speaker. Ooh. Yeah. It Spike brings a lot of attention. Too. Nobody everybody else is just chilling with yeah, yeah. Gems's big speaker. <laughs> yeah. Always. Playing music. Yeah. So there's no like laying low no, there. No, no, you're no, very no. much like no, letting no, everyone yeah, know yeah. you're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. There I for fun. <laughs> Exactly. I think that's fabulous. Is there any rivalries that you guys look forward to in the league? Um, I think it might be the Ottawa one. Yeah, I love playing as Ottawa because I'm yeah. from there. But mm. for me, it's York. When I play York, yeah. it's just uh, I just remember them not really giving me a shot. Like it's not like it's obviously like a friendly type of rivalry, but like rivalry. Sorry, but um, yeah, that's that's the one I'm I look forward to uh, playing. I like that, and you're the same. You like Ottawa. Yeah, I think there was like a rivalry before I got here with Ottawa, though, because they played Probably. him in the the Can Champ. Oh yeah, 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 they did, they did. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I think it was before I got here. Yeah, yeah. But like, it was another club. Else like, like it was them, the Fury. Like it was Ottawa Fury. So like, it was because of that, and now it's just built into yeah. political Ottawa. Yeah. Amazing. What about career highlights for each of you? Like, is there one moment in time or game or instance that really stands out? Um. For me, it's probably scoring that goal against Montreal. Mark brought that up yeah. earlier. He's like, oh, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it has, to, it has to be that at that point. Um, Were you there? Oh, he was. Yeah, like, I never, like, I don't really shoot outside the box. I'd rather look for a pass most of the time. Cross, yeah. Pass, cross. Like, that's just in my nature. But then, like, I, I don't know. Like, I really enjoy playing in the big games. And like mm-hmm. doing stuff in the big games because that's when the, like the, the the best of the players should really come out, mm-hmm. you know, if you really have the balls to do something. And I guess I did that day. So yeah, it did pay off. Yeah, and like the crowd, like at the time, like it was like the first full capacity game we had back in like it two like, years. Everyone's fired. Yeah, everyone was it was packed in, and then I scored like a goal like of that caliber. And it like, was. Yeah, like, not, like I, mean, I was seeing like sports center, no? Yeah, I seen like wow, beers, like yeah. beers were like thrown up and <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really that was that was definitely mine. Oh, 
I love that. I think I was at that game, actually, like, as we're talking about this. No, sorry. I was thinking, I'm thinking about something else. I don't know. I'm looking at Mark. There was another, (laughs) we were, we've, anyways, we'll move on. (laughs) (laughs) Steph, how about you? What are your career highlights? Me is probably scoring my first pro goal. Long overdue. I should have scored it way, way (laughs) earlier. A sense of uh, relief after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a big sigh of relief. And uh, after that game, it, like, ended up, like, slowly, like, changing positions like after that from striker to left wing but um it was just mm-hmm. good to get one under the belt because like i I, tr- I worked for it like the team tried to you know get me going as well and like it was just not going in like so many posts crossbars just like misses as well and like just getting the first one was just such a big sigh of relief who so was that my, against it was against forge so the back-to-back champions which was good it was not a best goal, but hey, goals a goal in it. <laughs> <laughs> it counted. Exactly. <laughs> we love that. Okay, so Sarah and I vote. Well, I, I wouldn't say I'm super superstitious, but I do like, I'm a ritual. I like habits. I like to prepare. Like, how do you guys prepare individually before a game? I'm a big superstitious guy, actually. Are you? Uh, I, have, I have a lot of stuff that I do before games. So before I get on Tell the pitch us. in general, yeah, walk I have, us through I have, everyone. I have always, <laughs> I always have the same prayer. But before I get on the on the pitch, I take off my chain. I give it to the therapist, or in this case, we have Danielle. So I always give her my chain before the game, and she always has that after game. Sometimes I just forget, so she gives it to me after. Uh, that's like the that's next a lot day of stress for her to carry, probably. Not really. She just puts it in a little bag. It's okay. Like, I'm not too. I'm not too worried. But there's that. There's also. Um, I always put my right boot on before my left boot, and then if I if I um, if there's something wrong and I take my left boot off, I always take my right boot off as well. So I it, like it goes and then back. Then like put them yeah, back yeah, on. Yeah, I know okay. it's kind of weird, but <laughs> no? there's that. I and, like that. Uh, it's pretty much it, and I just have my wrist um, my wrist taped as well because I have a little like a uh, uh, religious like little pendant, like it's like a cross that we have, okay. and I haven't taken oh. it off in like four or five years, so I just taped that, and that's pretty much it. Uh, that I can remember on top of my head. <laughs> I love this so much. Um, what about you, Corey? I'm, I'm not like that. <laughs> you have no superstitions? <laughs> not really. I mean, like, I think I, I approach every game, like, in the same way. I'll mm-hmm. go, usually, like, about 45 minutes before the game, I'll go out to the pitch. Um, sometimes I meditate for, like, three to five minutes. Sometimes I don't. Um, but, like, I'll have my headphones in until, like, until someone tells me to take them out, like, we're going out. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. Like, I don't want to, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Like, I'm I'm me. I don't, like, I hate when people rush me. Mm-hmm. I really hate it. I was just, like, in the locker room, like, let's go, let's go. I was like, please, relax. <laughs> relax, I'm relaxed. Like it. Yeah. Um, but I like to be relaxed. I don't like to be, yeah. like, super hyped up. Like, I think it, sometimes it, like, affects my game negatively. Yeah. No, mm. So I'd like, like, just me personally, I like to be relaxed during the game and, and really just let everything flow. So, like, I'll just have, I don't really have, like, a particular playlist, whatever I'm feeling on the day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, literally just before you go out for for warm-ups, I'm usually the last one ready, second to last or whatever, yeah. and then I just take my headphones out and then I go. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not really superstitious at all. Yeah. But, but those, those are nice little rituals, yeah. I think. I know. Yeah. It's nice to kind of get in the, it, it's interesting to hear how people kind of get in the zone mm-hmm. independently and, and, yeah, I think that makes, I would never be calm for anything. I think that's great. <laughs> in <laughs> awe of you. <laughs> can relate to that sometimes i think that i try to channel that energy into calmness Mm -hmm. instead of like yeah yeah Mm -hmm, which is kind of nice 
I do the same. Yeah. Oh. I was yes. yelling on yeah. a table on the chair before you guys got here. So, oh my gosh. it is interesting, even as adults. Like, I play a lot of golf now. That's very different. <laughs> That's like the only sport I play. But I started to get weird about things I did before golf. If I played well, yeah. Do you know what? I wear the same. It's always a mental game. Yeah. Like, I started playing golf last year, and like, you have a nice round, and then you're like, Fuck, like, should I? Oh, sorry. But, like, no, you're I, allowed to swear should, on this. Should I do the same thing I did last time? You know what I mean? But, like, just little things, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I didn't wear my watch or my rings last time. I'm not going to wear them anymore for golf. And I stopped. No, that's fair. Anyways. I, you know what? I'm with Corey when it comes to golf. I am so relaxed. I'm not very really good at it. I'll tell <laughs> yeah, you, but, like, I don't care. I'm golf like, just a like, good time. You go with your friends and just, you know, rip around. Just do you have both, some fun. Both play? I played. I, played, I played a little bit. I don't play too much, but, like, I can golf. Yeah, I worked at a yeah. golf club, so yeah. a golf course. What? Yeah, so, yeah. Nice. I worked at, during the pandemic, actually. It was nice, so I got to play for free as well. Which so one? Back in Gatineau, it's called uh, Rivermead. Okay. Rivermead. It's a, it's a nice golf course, and yeah, I worked there with my brothers and, like, a good friend of mine, so we always worked, and then right after work, just hop on a cart and just ripped the 18 holes so fun now that we're talking about Gatineau a little bit I mean next year we'll all obviously have to go golfing together but (laughs) (laughs) you're committed at this point have you ever been to the Nordique I have yeah oh how good is that amazing amazing so relaxing that's one of the first places I'm going to when I go back home 100%. 100%. Oh, what is it? Is Corey, spa? you would love it. I feel it's like. an amazing <laughs> spa, mate. With like cucumbers on ice and that kind of spa? Like if you want to pay extra for that. For but, like, cucumbers? You don't have to, no, 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 it's no, like, like a Nordic spa. spa. Hot tubs, it's cold like, tubs, oh, saunas, sauna. steam room. Don't we have one here? Meditation room. Sensi, yeah. Sensi is good, but the Nordique is the best in North America. Yeah, it's just way bigger. And. You can't speak in parts of it. Like this is why we think you would love it. It oh. is like relax mode. Like or they'll like come, like they'll come up and <laughs> 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 yeah. no one can speak to me. That's perfect. Reason to come up to you know. Yeah, there you go. Re- reason so. to visit. For nationals I, or maybe, maybe maybe. I think that'd be. I actually think now the Wanderers should bring the whole team up there for a Nordique. Like that would be a good yeah. team retreat for you guys. Okay, at least go to the one in Chester. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one in Chester. I don't know though. Like if you're gonna do it, just. Let's, I, I mean, Steph would like that. Everyone can explore Ottawa with him. I think this could be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I might. laughs> we're, just, we're just here pitching ideas that no one's asked us to, to pitch. But, uh, you know, we're trying to make it fun. One thing, Corey, we have to ask you, because for all the capers who li- listen to the podcast, we know you're dying to know, what was your favorite thing about living in Cape Breton? you got to tell us something you love. My favorite thing? Yeah. It's... I don't want to say it because it's embarrassing. No, no. Tell us. It's tell the us. Capri. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, people are going to love Kim, that. Kim's going to be on the floor. <laughs> that close, though. I don't think. Got, does it exist? I think so. Oh. Or Smooth Herman's. Smooth Herman's clothes. That would have been before. I love Capri. I love and hate Capri at the same time, but like it's it's like a guilty pleasure. Like it's like there's, there's only like one like club kind. It's not really a club. It's like a cabaret bar. Bar kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And like every night we would go out after games, just like we're not going to end up there. And then you just I've heard stories about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fun though, because it's a smaller community in place Mm -hmm. and everyone kind of knows each other. And that's part of the fun, I think. You know what? And this is almost the I don't know what how many year anniversary of when our friend Karen and Dave first got together at the Capri. And they're now married with children. They've been married for a decade. That's crazy. So we have to give love to the Capri. I'm so happy that's how you answer, (laughs) Gordon. I think Um, that's amazing. 
Okay, so before we wrap and play a game, we want to ask each of you, what are you excited about right now? What are you, what's lighting you up inside? Um, going to go first? Yeah, you can go, man. Uh, going home. I know. Nice. Like, I haven't, I yeah. didn't get to go home last year because of COVID. So, uh, maybe like, what, almost two years since I've been home. Wow. Oh, my so, God. So, like, it'd be nice to go home. Um, I think I'll get home maybe on my mom's birthday as well. So, <gasps> and then that's awesome. And then I think I'm going to Dubai to see my brother as well. So that'd be really cool. Oh Damn, gosh. you're Travel. like the world traveler now. <laughs> that sounds yeah. amazing. That I, is awesome. I was just gonna say same answer for me. Yeah. Um, this is the longest I've been. It's been almost a year, and it's been like kind of like a weird season though as well with the bubble. Like mm-hmm. I got to go home for a bit during the season when we played Ottawa. But it's different when you just go back. Like, all my friends that graduated from Queens and stuff all, like, now have jobs back in Ottawa. So I'm just excited to go back home, probably go on a little holiday with them as well, like, in January, trying to do that and, you know, just relax. So that's going to be nice. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Enjoy the off time. Yeah. I know. Well, hopefully we'll see you at the Nordique. You'll be there. Hopefully, yeah. I'll be there for sure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Every day. We wow. love that. Sounds All like right. A dream. We are going to play a round of Queenie Grams. This is our made up game. It is very easy. You're each going to pick a number between one and 140, I think. Now I added some new ones. I did too. Oh, maybe. 43. 143. <laughs> and we're going to ask you a question. We're all going to answer each of the questions. Okay. So, Good. Corey, we'll start with you. Um, <laughs> 78. 78. Let's see what we got. All right. Ooh. Who Hard is hitting. the all-time? No, this is good because he's British. He's going to have different <laughs> answers than we do. Yeah. Who is the all-time best boy band? Or we'll let you... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Best boy That's band? A... I mean, we'll let you answer girl band if you want as well. Imagine Dragons. Okay. I love Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. There you go. They have a lot of FIFA songs. Like... Yeah, they're... <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of FIFA songs. They make good FIFA players. Yeah, I like Imagine Dragons. All right, I I'm like a boy band. Yeah. They're your number are one. They a boy band? Is it just one dude? No, no, I asked. Like, are you supposed to do both? Girl, like boy band and girl band? No, you can if you want it. You can. Oh, okay. I was just throwing that out there because, yeah. you know, sometimes you, she want, did you want him to say Spice Girls? No, I, yeah. I was thinking Spice Girls. They're like so iconic. Like the that was why girl I said band it. I, know. I think yeah. they're the only girl band I know. No, I mean, there's so many Destiny's British girl bands. Is that band? Does that count as a Yeah, that does. Girl group, guy group. Yeah, okay. You That's know, nice child, you though. can answer it however you want. All right, yeah. Steph, let's see. Let's hear what you've got. Uh, Best boy band and girl band. Yes. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really listen to bands like that. Like I just used to. The only type of bands I listen to is more like old school. So I'd say probably the Beatles. Ooh, that works. That's a that's great a, answer. I like the Beatles a lot. I think that's the the most. Um, not serious, but like probably best answer, like genuinely best. <laughs> Actually deserving yeah. that right like, answer. That is the right answer to that question. <laughs> Ashley, what about you? I'm gonna say Backstreet Boys. Oh, we always go Backstreet to the Backstreet Boys. Boys. Do you know what? There was a group recently I was really enjoying. Um, and I forget who it was, but I do love Jagged Edge. And like when I was in junior high, I loved Jagged Edge. But I'm going to answer with the Spice Girls this time because I just think they need some love. And I think when it comes to like group bands, they are the best of the best. And I was watching something with Adele the other day and she said they are her favorite girl band. Yeah, so. the Vogue questions. Yeah, the Vogue questions. Yeah. She said Spice Girls. All right, <laughs> we're, we're going with Adele. All right, Steph, your turn to pick a question. One in 143. Pick a number. One, Let's two. Do- 99. 99. Mm. I'm loving this so much. Okay. Oh, 
If you came with a warning label, Steph, what would it say? Mm. <laughs> wow. Uh, if I came with a warning label. Hmm, that's a good one. I actually have to think about that. Um, you can think and have a moment. Corey, you got to put your thinking ahead. hat on. No, 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 no. <laughs> you you, you uh, pick the number. You got to go first. Man. Warning, a warning. Um, oh, I, I'm very competitive. Like, mm. like in in anything, genuinely. Like, mm. like when it comes to anything. Like with, my, I had like an ex girlfriend, and wherever you go, like I'm just there to beat you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> gen- no, genuinely. Like, Any competition. Brothers, who like, can like, race to the car the fastest? <laughs> go. Like, more like who is gonna race home the fastest? Like st- <laughs> stuff like that. Like it's like stuff that is not even like in, you don't, don't, don't want to be competitive. You know what I mean? In any type of way, it's like. We get in a car with my brothers and like, oh, who's getting home first? Which is not safe whatsoever. I don't, <laughs> I don't, don't take that, but it's just take like different routes unhealthy home. level of competitiveness, which is like good, but also like bad also. So it's it's so similar to what Taylor Crosby said, whose yes. brother is Sidney Crosby. She said that they're competitive about everything. Mm-hmm. And one of them that she told us the story was exactly what you're saying, that they would both be in separate cars and they'd try to get somewhere and see who could get there first. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I love that. I think that's very great for what you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is actually. It helps in the, in the domain I'm at right now. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Corey, what about you? What's um, your warning label? Can I say like extreme sarcasm? Yeah. yeah that's that is yeah. a fabulous that warning is, label. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like one of those person. If you like, if you ask me a stupid question, you'll get a stupid answer. Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's how I operate, and everybody like I feel like everybody knows no, that. Like 100%, people, 100%. people like they don't hate me for it, but like they say something stupid, and then they already make this. And then you realize you're, you realize <laughs> like, you're like, yeah. oh, like, I'm talking to Corey. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, he's gonna give me a stupid answer. <laughs> Every time. Sarah, what about you? Um, I'm feeling like the vibes are high today. My energy's high. <laughs> I think really like the warning. <laughs> I'm so having so much fun with you guys. <laughs> I think my warning label is like um, wear your protection. <laughs> the one I'm going with today. Really, I have a new one every time. <laughs> I, I know. Have so many. I don't remember. I might. I might say the same thing I've said before, but I would say um, extremely organized. Ooh, not always, but like most of the time, organized. Yeah. Like be afraid. Like if, if I will come over and organize your house, like, like that's like a superpower. OCD. Not quite OCD level. Like I'm calm about it, but she has asked. She has sent it, me videos. Are you calm or do you it, act calm about it? Yeah. See, maybe that's the the, the image calm. I want people. Yeah. <laughs> I just love. Anyways, those are great answers. Okay, I'm gonna pick one now, Let's and see. I'm gonna do 140. If you could do something else other than what you're doing right now for a career, what would it be? What would your answer be, Ashley Kielbatowski? Um, so we do the podcast, but Sarah and I, believe it or not, have other real jobs. Um, and I think that I would still be in, I think I would build homes and still do design, which is what I like originally do. Like, I feel like that is my favorite thing, anything to do with like designing. Mm-hmm. I'm 100%. I mean, like this stuff I love. I don't know. I like my life. <laughs> but I have to do something else. Okay. Uh, yours could be a lady of leisure in oh, Greece. I have on a to boat. tell you. I have to tell you this. People really think lady of leisure is like not a great career path, but I have to tell you, I was a lady of leisure for over a year. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I mean, like not really. We have the podcast and I have a number of other projects. You could projects. be a professional tourist. I No, do you know what I actually would be? And they tried to recruit me. So I go sailing in Greece 
in like Europe. So yeah, I love yeah. sailing. I love living on boats. Mm-hmm. Like one of my life aspirations. Um, and they tried to get me to come on as one of the like charter like hostesses. Hostesses, hosts, <laughs> hosts, yeah. because on our boats I like get all the guests so amped up and like obviously have them <laughs> dancing to like Drake and Justin Bieber oh, and like all I the Canadian, <laughs> all the Canadian gems as I describe them. Yeah. And so I think I'd be great as like a like not a cruise director because I don't like cruise boats, but like a sailboat level hype girl, hype gal, <laughs> yeah, vibe check girl. You want me to go on your sailing vacation to keep you amped up? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my second career. Steph, if you weren't playing soccer, what would you do? So for me, it's like after footy, I'm finishing a degree in crim. So me like working either like going into law school or like working for the government is for me like I really enjoy that. I have a lot of family in there. But the other thing would be like I'd, I'd love to I would have loved to play basketball since I was a kid. Serbia is very good in basketball. Okay. So that's one thing I would have probably pursued. And I watch a lot of basketball, genuinely, like a lot, like unhealthy amount. But um, <laughs> yeah, e- either one of those two, right there. I don't really dream to work, you know. No, no, no. you're a like, lot, yeah. lot of leisure. <laughs> I don't really dream to work. I feel like anything I'd want to do, I wouldn't want it to feel like work. No, exactly. I'd love to be like a DJ. Yeah, he's got a nice set. Yeah, at oh. home. I'd love Put to be a nice DJ. Music. Okay, so we're, we're bringing you to the beach and to the <laughs> golf course with all your music to just hype us up. We could hire him for the cruise director. <laughs> he can work with me on the sailboats. You can put on the concert every night. I yeah, think this I'd is love, great. I'd love to be a DJ. <laughs> We've got our whole alternate lives planned. All right, I'm going to do... I'm going to change this question. I'm not going to do a Queenie Graham because I'm going to do a themed question for the group. All right. What was your favorite football fan moment? Like when you guys have been watching or at a game, everyone can share their moments. For me, it was just watching Serbia win the U21 World Cup because I'm so like, I'm like obviously like my parents and like are from there. And like ever since I was a kid, like watching just like Serbian sports in general, like basketball, how Djokovic is doing, like just like big athletes. But, like, football has been, like, you know, so, like, close to me. And, like, I always wanted to see the national team doing well. Did well for, like, a good period of time. Like, another one of those highlights was, like, when we beat Germany at, like, the World Cup in South Africa. But then we won the World Cup U21. And it was just a different type of emotion. Like, I know it was, like, younger generation. But, like, we beat Brazil in the final. And it was just crazy. There were so many people from Ottawa that gathered. I had so many friends. Everybody had a good time, and for me, that was that, that that was the biggest moment. And as a fan, oh, love that. Yeah, um, mine was definitely like a soccer aid game. I don't know if you guys have heard of soccer aid. Mm-mm. It's like like a load of celebrities mm-hmm. and like a load of like ex footballers, and it's like I think it's like the world versus the world XI versus I forget like maybe the UK or whatever, but yeah. like. It's just like loads of like funny like comedians, actors, and it's just oh, hilarious. For, like, Boris Johnson, stuff, when right? Boris Johnson mm-hmm. played in that game, I was like, this this that's, is getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. But like, I went to go watch one of those games, and it was like for the first time, like I can watch like a football game without looking at it like tactically. Mm, just yeah, you know? you're just pure yeah. pure enjoyment, yeah. Ent- entertainment. Yeah. That those are great. Those are great yeah. moments. Sarah, what do it? you have one? Yeah, I've got two. You you go. 
Okay, so I lived in Lyon for a little bit Ooh. when I went to school, and they love football in France. Oh, yeah. And I went to, this is my first ever, like, professional, my only time um, in Europe going to a game, and just very unassumingly went, and they were playing Marseille, which is their, like, arch nemesis. And, like, yeah. and then on the way, and it was amazing. Like, I've never, there's, like, things exploding, yeah. and the, much like at a Wanderers game, actually, there's, like, clouds of yeah. dust and Flies colors. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then on the way home, in the tube, or in the subway there, which this is actually my favorite part of it, is just, like, first of all, two people got in a fight in the subway <laughs> car, which I just... I kind of love the passion of it. Like that they were just so <laughs> excited and riled up. And like, I just, that is something I very much appreciate about this game. I just, and it's kind of nice to see. And I think you, you definitely see it in yeah. England, Yeah. but just that diehard, like love of um, the game and kind of the passion that, that goes behind it. I really enjoyed it. I thought that was fabulous. And then it was the last Wanderers game I was at because some th- there was like two goals that you guys scored. And one of them, I was right next to you because I was down at field level. Yeah. And it was like, I felt like I was watching, honestly, um, a Ted Lasso like <laughs> practice scene because it was like these like creative passes. Yeah. Everyone nailed it. And there was a goal. And I actually was like... And it unfolded in front of it your was eyes. Perfect. I was literally like 10 feet away. I was like, I can't believe this just happened. This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's, that's how so I felt. Nice. So those are my favorite moments. What about you, Ashley? Oh my gosh, I have so many. I'm a huge, huge hockey fan. And I got to go luckily to some Stanley Cup finals, but which are, have been are we amazing. talking about your soccer moment? Your favorite I'm gonna okay. just okay. get there, but I'm thinking like in general. <laughs> I don't know how you follow it up after the Stanley Cup. Because <laughs> I was just thinking, and well, and I was also I don't know what my favorite okay, soccer. Tell moment. us your favorite fan moment of all sports. Of all sports, um, I didn't. I have gone to Europe a few times. I haven't gotten to see a game yeah. um, live, but I don't know. I just I can remember specifically going and seeing my first baseball, like professional Ooh. baseball game, and the state in Toronto is so huge. The Sky Dome, just being like young and excited, and of course going to the Wanderers games. Oh, so <laughs> tell us the Stanley Cup story. I didn't no, mean to derive no story. Like, I was just like, I love. I don't think there's anything better than being a fan and like having mm. a team that you love and support, yeah, and just being part of that. You're high fiving the neighbors beside yeah. you. <laughs> You're, we've yeah, we've enjoyed some games together, and I think that's fun. The camaraderie is amazing, and. Yeah. And, you know, we're we're so happy to have you guys here in Halifax and, and have the Wanderers here. It's been incredible just to kind of see the community that's built up in such a short period of time. Yeah. Everyone is so excited mm-hmm. to have you here. <laughs> and hopefully you guys feel that. I want to do, oh, like, one do. of the marches to the game. Like, if I'm not playing, I want to be in, like, Nelly's yeah, 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 yeah. and then walk all the way. Yeah, yeah I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that. So everyone, um, where can everyone find you guys online if they want to follow along? Uh, I have Twitter and I have Instagram at Steph uh, Carayo on Twitter. And then same thing on Instagram with uh, 39, which is my number. Um, I'm mainly just on Instagram. So at CoreyLB.jpg. Amazing. We'll put those in the show notes. We love that. And we're so, thank you so much for coming on and good luck on the last home game of the season. Thank you. Fan Appreciation Day. Yeah, it is. Sunday. Thank you for having us. Go and support. Maybe we'll be there. Sign us up. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review. You can chat with us on social media at Rival and Queen. We love to hear from you.